Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eyes. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the birds of LA. What's up, movie geeks? Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. We are a movie podcast that's been going on since the year 2009. What year is it now? Who knows, but we feel super old. Pull up a rocking chair, guys. (laughs) We're here. We're back. My name is Justin Winters. I'm one of the co-hosts of the show. Chrissy, my wife and, you know, uh, lover of... Extremely <laughs> violent films uh, is taking the week off this week uh, because we are continuing, and I'm saying myself and my uh, special co-host who's back again this week. We've been doing a '80s horror movie uh, first-time watch series. Uh, I love '80s horror movies. I've seen a lot of them, but there's a ton of them I just haven't seen, haven't gotten to. You know, I was I was raised in a video store, so there's a lot of movies I only know uh, of by the VHS cover. You know, when you were a kid and you weren't old enough to see those movies yet, but you knew the cover, you read the whole back, you know everything about it from that. Um, so we basically, me and my co-host Chris Brayton, what what Chris, what's up, man? What 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 what? <laughs> I always think when you say VHS covers, I always think of the movie and like I never saw it, but I always remember the the cover of the movie Enemy Mine. Never seen the movie. I just remember alien on one side, the dude on the other, and like bright light in between, right? And I remember always yeah. thinking, what is this movie? Still never seen it. I probably should it, should I? Have you seen it? Enemy Mine. Is that the one with Dennis Quaid? I haven't seen it either. Maybe I should see it. But it's just crazy yeah, how the, the marketing <laughs> the marketing of the box, you know, puts the idea of the movie in your brain and sometimes it like, you know, jives with that, sometimes it does not <laughs> at all. Yeah, no. But I don't know. <laughs> but I'm especially, you know, scary movies because that whole section right, right. for a good portion of my life was just like the untouchable section. Like you can don't go, go and read there. all the boxes, you know, um, if there's one that's PG, you could check that out. But anything up above that, especially the R and all that stuff, that's just off limits for you. So, and that that gave it the cachet of just like, yes, I'm like the Indiana, yeah, the young Indiana Jones of horror movies. I have to go explore and uh, <laughs> <laughs> find new things. And you know, Indiana Jones needs needs a sidekick. And when I think right. of scary movies, especially you know, possibly violent movies, I think of Chris Brayton. Uh, so. <laughs> right. It's it's funny My we've done tendencies. this. This is our third movie, Chris. We did uh, the stuff. Uh, right. That was our first one. Then we did Death Spa, which Chrissy joined along with. And so right. this this is our third one. Um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I every one of these that I've watched, I'm like. Oh no! Like I wonder what Chris is gonna look at that scene. Oh no! Oh no! Oh yes! Just, uh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're thinking about my feelings though while you watch it. And 
I usually when I'm watching them, and uh, this is this is shout out to our good friend Tony Dovish because like you know he's just like what movie is it gonna be? What just say the movie already, Chris? Come on, just say the movie because it. Uh, hold your horses, Tony. Shout sometimes out. We don't, Tony. we don't know. Sometimes we don't know. Yeah, sometimes we don't know. Like literally, like literally, he's like, "Can you guys tell us ahead of time?" Like, no, we can't because usually Justin texts me a couple days before we before we go, and then anyway. Um, but uh, no, whenever I'm watching them, it's more along the lines of like, "Gosh, I'm surprised that you haven't seen this one." That's usually where my mind goes. Yes. Yes. Um. Okay. All right. Well, it's been a journey so far with with. Let's not tell anyone what it is. Stuff. Let's just start talking about it. Yeah. Well, let's get, let's get talking about it. Uh, let, let's introduce it. So the the eighties horror movie that neither Chris nor I had ever seen before this past week that we're going to talk about on tonight's show is called Night of the Demons from the year nineteen eighty eight. Funeral parlor? We're out here? I can't believe we're gonna party here. Now it's time for party games. Yeah. How about a past life seance? A seance? What the hell was that? The pure evil. They're demons. Chris, let me, let me get the particulars. Here's the log line on IMDb for the, for this movie, Night of the Demons. Ten teenagers party at an abandoned funeral parlor on Halloween night. When an evil force awakens, demonic spirits keep them from leaving and turn their gathering into a living hell. Directed by Kevin Tinney, written by Joe Augustin, Night of the Demons. Did you have any... Uh, knowledge of this movie beforehand at all, Chris. <sighs> okay. As I was watching it, there were some things that looked familiar. And I want, I, and like, I was, I'm wondering if my parents watched this and I did my normal thing as a kid is sneak out of the bed at night and like sit in a corner while they were watching a movie. And that's how I saw a ton of, ton of movies that I shouldn't have. And then went back to bed and had nightmares. So I wonder if this is one of them. And because like I had like similarly, like we've talked about Night on Nightmare on Elm Street, where like I have like very vivid memories of this. Some of this sparked something. And like particularly stuff with like lipstick. I remember lipstick for some reason. And I don't know why. So like that's it. So I none of it was like, okay, it was familiar, 
but like I know I've never like sat down to watch this movie, if that makes any sense. So like I might have like flipped through the channels and seen some of this because it does spark something in me that I don't. I exactly. You know, you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and this this sound this would be sound this would sound like a strange movie to just see like snippets of as a kid when you like oh my gosh yeah. the room. Okay, so yeah. again, I've seen a lot of '80s horror movies. The only uh, thing I knew about this movie was the VHS cover. This is a perfect example because this VHS cover, if you want to bring it up, Chris, so we can look at this together, it has uh, number one. Uh, right on the side, it has un- unrated version uh, on the one I have. I-, I think it had that one on the one on the shelves in our video store. And that's an in- instant beacon, just like, ooh, ooh, la la. Uh, and, and, so, and then it has like the scariest face of this woman in like a tiara. And she's got like a demonic face with red eyes and the gnarliest teeth. Chris, look at those teeth. That's like oh, it's amazing. West, oh no, it's like, burned it, into my brain. It's burned it's, into my brain. It's Be- gross because it's stuck on my. It's stuck on my. Would you like to watch it again now on on my on my on my fire stick? <laughs> so I'm like, I have to look and be like, can I remove this from this that I've watched this because like because like it'll just pop up and like I'll be scrolling through. Hey, what are we gonna watch tonight, girls? And all of a sudden, Night of the Demons. No, <laughs> and <then> just. <laughs> So, so yeah, this, this, it's there. this, this yeah. scary uh, demon lady in a tiara has a little invitation that says, you're invited to my party, Angela. And then the log line right above that, again on the cover, is Angela is having a party. Jason and Freddy are too scared to come, dot, dot, dot. But you'll have a hell of a time. That's that's a good cover, Chris. And I don't know why. I never, I never like, you know... Took took them at their you know great marketing word and like looked into this earlier, but I I'll, I'm gonna spoil it right right now. I'm so glad I finally watched this movie, Chris. <laughs> here's okay. Here's what I my first thing about this movie is I'm not gonna lie. I actually thought that the cinematography in this movie was really good. There were some shots, right? Okay, yeah. There were some shots in this. They movie had some jaws. Downright- jaw- they had the jaws rack focus shot in this several times. Yeah, yeah, Chris. and right, and they did that, and then they did the Sam Raimi, um, you know, the cam on the uh, with the guys running with the cam. The shot when the mirror breaks and you're still seeing everybody's faces in the mirror on the shards on the on the ground. That was fantastic. I actually was legitimately like impressed. At the cinematography in this movie. Like, there were some shots in it that this movie should be a classic. And I was reading some trivia on it. And if they would have, like, done a few different things, I really think that this movie would... I mean, it spawns sequels, right? This is a series. And, like, there's a remake, right? I know. I know. There's a two. There's a three. And then they did a remake, I think, like, ten, ten, ten years ago or something like that. And um, after watching this one, I now... <laughs> the completest in me wants to figure out what happens after this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself away from the, the start so then we can get into the particulars of the movie. But again, we've watched The Stuff and Death Spa. I I, I think I remember I, I liked Death Spa a little bit over the stuff, but I generally like both movies. This one, I would probably rank it just above Death Spa. So this is probably my favorite. But again, 
I I liked all three of these movies. Not like five stars, but they're all in like no, the, no, no, no. they're all in like the three star range for me. And this one I would put over Despa just for the fact that it actually has <laughs> a semblance of like a movie going on where a lot of my enjoyment in Despa and I think both Chrissy and your enjoyment was what the fuck is going on? <laughs> right. There's like a yeah. there's like a movie here with several what the fuck is going on like moments sprinkled about, but that was like <laughs> the whole of Death Spa. So I like the fact that this was more like a uh, an eighties slasher movie that you kind of can see going on. You can see what's you know the particulars. But again, the reason I would probably put this above those three in like a, a one word is it is um Weird. It's super weird. <laughs> this movie is super right. weird in spots. And if I would have seen this as a when did this come out? When did this come out again? Eighty eight as a, like an eight or nine year old, I probably <laughs> would love love this movie a lot and and wanted to watch right. it many times. Um, but I love that you cut. So on the plus side, before we get to the negism stuff, the plus side you said <laughs> cinematography, which I love. Yeah, they no, they did they, they 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 did some good shots in the in this movie. Like there is some solid camera work going on, and like you said, yeah, the reason this movie is actually like legit, it actually is better than the other two because there is a clear and concise plot. Of course, it's incredibly low budget. Of course, like which is never something that I don't necessarily say is a bad thing. Everybody, everybody has like a character. Everybody has like, there's some funny lines in this. And there is some like, there's some just like weird bonkers things that's ha- that are happening. But like there is a point A, point B, uh, start to finish movie that's happening. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know what's, ha- and like, you can pretty much guess what's happening the entire time. And um, there's well, just that, like, that gets, like it, that the movie makes sense. Of- what? The movie makes sense. You know what it I does. mean? Like it you get sense. what's going on. They're they're in a possessed house. The house is possessed by demons. They're they're there for a night of demons. <laughs> and and like it's just like bad things happen to them. It makes sense. There's no I don't think they establish where this movie is supposed to be like located or stuff, something like that. But right off the bat you're you're thinking that these are supposed to be high teenagers, high school kids, and right. you know they're going to this party on Halloween night. And the the setup, I mean, how how often did you party in in high school, especially on like Halloween oh. night, Chris? But oh my the gosh, setup, man. the setup is like yeah the the weirdest the weirdest girl at school is having a party at a uh, abandoned funeral parlor. Let's all go. And I was like, really. Like <laughs> that's like really, and no, it, it makes goes into, I, it, it makes sense. Does it? <laughs> no, no. Okay, it makes sense because everybody wanted. Honestly, everybody was super horny. Everybody was super duper horny. There's actually some really funny like scenes that happen in it, and so it's like okay, either you're gonna go to a dance and just be more horny. Or you're going to be the 17 year, 17, 18 year old, and you're going to like, we're going to go to a place guaranteed, we're going to bone down, 
And so, like, all the dudes are like, oh, we're going to go to this party. And they're like, oh, no, I want to go to the dance. Oh, no, let's let's go to this party <laughs> so we can boat down. Let's, and that's the whole thing. But no, ab- I didn't party at all. You know what? Nothing turns me on more than an abandoned funeral parlor. And then on top of that, okay. you know, to find out that not only is it yeah. abandoned funeral parlor, which is creepy in itself and would be like negative boner status right off, right off right, the bat, right. but you find out that also some, like, kill, like really people got murdered here like way back in the oh, day. Oh, murder-suicides. So, you got old school murder suicide, and then the actual funeral parlor where there's a crematorium, right. like burning bodies and stuff. I just don't think that that really inspires like let's party down type of spirit, Chris. But maybe it's just me. Uh, I don't know. You haven't you haven't been seventeen in a while, Justin. You haven't been seventeen, so we're like it didn't really matter. It didn't really matter. But no, but like the 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 part that really threw me off at the beginning and was the the little brother. The little brother is the creepiest little perv on the face of the earth. He talks about he talks about his sister's boobs so much that it was actually the most disturbing thing in the movie. And there were like beheadings and crushings and like ar- like arms being chopped off. This kid was the creepiest part of the entire movie. Was the little brother? I love Could that you not talk. Stop it, talk. I love that you talk yeah. about him because. Uh, something happens in like his five minutes of the movie that I love. Every time it happens on like any time it happens in a movie or a TV show, it makes me smile. And it's when someone has some information and the other person right. wants to know that information, and they like yep. slide over like a dollar bill and like, does this make you want me to? T-? <laughs> but it, in that in that scene, this little kid, uh, his older sister is go- is one of the ones that's going to this you know funeral parlor party. And uh, sexy. The, the old his older sister's so ex, who is like the most Italian guy in any movie ever. Hey, uh, it's me! It's me, Sal. This is how I talk the entire movie. Like he might as well have been a yeah, Mario Mona brother. Cannoli. Yeah, I, I bone your sister. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's like uh, trying to find out where this party is. The Mister Italian guy. His name is Sal in the movie, and he's like, Sal kisses. He's like, how about a quarter? And this kid is like, really? Really? Uh, how about two quarters? You know? Uh, so that actually, that gets into one of the parts that I, I actually liked about the movie is I never knew who, like, the protagonist was. And, like, who am I supposed to be, like, kind of rooting for here? And the way that it goes about, like, obviously people start becoming demons and stuff. It From the start, it wouldn't be the order that... I would have thought it would have gone with like usually you're like oh there's these two dude bros one of them definitely is gonna last till the end you know here's this black guy that's dressed as a pirate he is dead meat from the start you know that type of stuff and it kind of like flips it on it on its ear I thought the guy Sal giving the kid a quarter I was like this guy's not you know he's not long for this world but you know he's the most heroic character in the movie I know he's the most heroic character yeah, I know. Not only the like, not only the most they? heroic, but the most like uh, the uh, the most together. Like several times, he's like, "Is everyone on drugs?" He's like, you know, <laughs> right? And I, was, I was like, I like "Yeah, Sal. he's definitely like, yeah, he's definitely a like he's a jerk, but like he he co- constantly is sacrificing, trying to sacri- sacrifice himself for everybody." Yeah, he obviously is like, hey, no, 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 no. This is weird. We have to leave. I don't like this at all. You know what I mean? Like, like, and 
And so, like, I was like, how dare you make me root for this dude? How dare you? But at this, the, like, but weird the end, I was like, Grease yeah, stereotype. Sal. Get out of there, Sal. Uh, <laughs> but while we're talking about the, the characters and stuff, I know they're supposed to be teenagers, but the one character that kind of threw me off, and I know a lot of these movies back in the day would have, like, you know, older people play teenagers and stuff. And then, you know, even Dawson's Creek and on those shows, like, older people play teenagers. But... Uh, can I guess? I can I li- can I guess? Uh, Linia, can is I that guess? how you say your name? Linia yeah, Quigley, the la- who the one in the who, pink dress, right? Yes. So she plays. Yeah. What's her name? Oh, I had the cast. She's like they forty, said- right? Please tell me she's like forty years old. So I I only knew her. She was she's in my favorite zombie movie of all time, Return of the Living Dead, and she's the one who walks around topless the whole time. So I knew her from that. But in this mo- in this movie. She seems so much older than everyone else. She and then I went and looked at the how old she was. She must have been almost thirty years old when she when they 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 taped this. But from the get go, from the start, it's almost like she's like the friend, you know, like the older friend or something. Because she just seems so much I thought, older. <laughs> I thought that she was somebody's mom at first. Right? And was helping them buy beer. I thought I, I legit thought that she was trying to help help out. Also, the friend. What's the name of the the friend that's running Angela? Right. I I had to look it up to see if she was Tim Curry's daughter, because when she's in full outfit, it's like it is Tim Curry from Rocky Horror. They were they she's looked do, doing the spinning, on. doing the spinning yes. with the. With like like the, the hair the is the same, the makeup's the same, the mouth is the same. It's not, but I'm like that has got to be Tim Curry's daughter because they look. I mean, it, they look exactly the same. So that actress who plays Angela, her name is Amelia Kincaid, and I I was like, who is this? Because she's the she's the one on the VHS cover. She's the one apparently has some kind of part in two and three. So I'm like, who is this woman? And so I went and looked at her at IMDb. She is not Tim Curry's daughter. Did you find this out? Right. She is Rue McClanahan's niece. So I'm like, oh, oh. Golden, golden girl status here. So that's okay. awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, she, but do, she's do apparently. You know how- Go ahead. No, do you know how I knew that Jay, the 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 who's the one that lasts till the end? Is her name Janet? What's her Jan? Right, Judy. Judy. I don't know anyone's Ju- Judy. 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 Okay, she's yeah. the one that's like also- the the most like you know white toast. She's the one that doesn't want to talk about sex or you know ever. Yeah, yeah. So and so, do you know how I knew Jay was gonna be like a jerk through the whole thing? Her her quote unquote boyfriend. He didn't dress up for Halloween like everybody else. That is how I knew. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, did you get that too? It's like, no, okay. He seems like a nice guy. He seems fine. Oh, he's not dressed up for the Halloween party. This guy is straight up douche. This guy's a douche. Because like, oh, oh, I'm not dressing up. Okay, cool. You're the bad guy of this movie now. If you're not going to dress up for the Halloween party. I, I, You're totally right. And I just realized that. He he just had like a douchey bro uh, costume. His own... <laughs> His own clothes. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, this is a cool outfit. I look cool in this. This is this, I look. I look nice in this." So, uh, the character of Suzanne, played played by Linia Quigley, again, she's the actress is old, seems older than the rest, and she's instantly sexualized from like her first scene because she's wearing like this baby doll dress, and some dudes in like a Seven Eleven are like looking at her butt when she's like leaning over. 
So to have like that's her first time we meet her, and then she comes into this situation with all these, you know, they might might have been in their early twenties or stuff. I was like, oh, this is kind of weird and stuff. And then why is this mom being weird to, to these kids? <laughs> and then and then it gets to this scene involving you mentioned lipstick when you were talking about yeah. your, your maybe your parents and Chris. I had to work. I had to rewind that scene at least three times to like, <laughs> what is going on here? What is going on here? Because it ruined boobs. <laughs> it absolutely it ruined boobs for life. Like it's just like I can't ever, I can't ever look at boobs again. Because okay, we we have to talk about this scene. You know, guys. I would recommend watching this movie. I've recommended every movie we've watched. This is the third one. And like I said, I I had a lot of fun watching it. <laughs> but this scene that happens midway through the movie, basically this character of Suzanne, again, she seems like the older, she's dressed up in baby doll dress. She is, at this point, been possessed. She's their mom. Possessed. She's, she's their, their mom. It was weird. I feel it's very weird. weird saying that because again, a lot of there's a lot of older you know people that play teens and movies and stuff like this. But just this one role and the things that she does in the movie, I was just like, oh, she's like the weird, crazy mom. So she's been possessed by a demon, and she takes out. Has she colored her face at that point, or this is the yeah, first time so, the lipstick so she- comes out? You're skipping a whole bunch, though, man, because, like, okay, (laughs) demons come and they start possessing people. She's the first one to be possessed. They are at this creepy house, which I looked it up. They did nothing to change this house. This is just as is how they found it. This is how this house was. The biggest negative that I could say about this movie is if they would have had an actual location that you're like, oh, this and that, and these are different rooms. So you kind of knew like the the layout of how things went because throughout the movie they're just wandering into like dark rooms that look like the same dark room that they were just in. There's only one dark that actually two dark rooms. There's a dark room with a fireplace, and then there's a dark room with a, a fucking crematory thing. But everything else looks like the same dark room. So I'm just like, where you know, they, are they in this place? They just you know? found this house, dude. They just found this house. They did nothing to this house. And it's just like it was an abandoned house that they just filmed in, which would have been horrible. Anyway, so they go to this house. They're partying. Angela and Suzanne are there to scare the cool kids. That's what they want to do. And so they do the classic 80s thing where like, oh, let's have a seance. Like in all 80s movies, it's like, oh, we're going to have a seance because that's just what you did in the 80s because you were bored. And because you, you didn't have a smartphones yet. And so you, so they did a seance, and so then they summoned the demons of Hell House, or Hull, Hull House, or Hell, I just called it Hell House Hull. the entire time. Yeah, it's H-U-L-L. I just called it Hell House. And so it's basically like, it's like a, an abandoned, blighted place that they built on top of, like, that the, the Native American people hated it too, and all this kind of stuff. And so they want to scare the, she wants to scare the cool kids. Well, her friend is the first one to be possessed by the demons of Hull House. And so Suzanne is obsessed with her compact and lipstick of always doing her makeup. And so like she just starts like just drawing on her face the entire time. That's like the first thing she does. She's like alone anyway. in a room and she just starts like drawing yeah. on her face. And then again, still alone. She's not with anyone. She takes off her blouse or what her top and she starts like <laughs> spiraling, circling around her breast. And I, I'm not going to lie, Chris. I'm like, 
what is going to happen right now? Like, is her boob going to fall off? <laughs> yeah. Is there a demon going to like rip out of her breast? I or thought something? a demon was going to pop out. I did think a demon was going to pop out of her boob. Like, I, that was but, my thing. Yeah. But what happened, Chris? Like, what did she do with the lipstick? <laughs> no, she she sho- she shoved it in her nipple. She she shoved she she shoves the it's 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 so scary. It's just like she the lipstick the just disappears. Lipstick. The whole lipstick, the whole thing, just like puts it like right through her nipple and it disappears. And you're just like, yeah. what? And then it just goes on to That's the next it. scene, which she's not in. So I was like, what? Did I miss something? Like, did she? Nope. That was just the scene. And I was like, what? I was like, oh my God. I could only imagine watching this as an eight or nine year old and be like, huh? What? Whatever. <laughs> Is that how boobies work? <laughs> Is that how boobs work? I can't yeah, wait to exactly. No, no. It's uh, so we're still talking about yeah. how it was weird. That that was weird, and she was weird. She did have some some really was, cool lines. Like <laughs> they come in, like she's like, uh, "How about a who wants an orgy or something like that?" It, it was weird. <laughs> oh, it's super weird. I'm looking at my um, notes here. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we're still on the pluses. Yeah, so, Any so, other pluses? Oh yeah, there's some there's some good stuff in it. Okay, like there's some um okay, the, the I the the scene when Angela her hands are on fire. That's a really cool scene. I know that that was like I was reading about it. It's like it's super dangerous. Um the the makeup was was pretty decent after like all the different like demon makeup and things. Like it was it was decent makeup. Like it was legit scary. Uh the hardest part for me and I actually even warned you because I I watched it before you did. I warned you, like, watch out for the strobe lights, dude. They're brutal. <laughs> like, like there's strobe lights in this. I actually had to, like, turn it away. Because there's an extended, like, dance scene for Tim Curry's daughter. And, and like, and there's, like, it's all strobe lighted. And it really, it legit hurts. It, it, it really does hurt. They pull out the strobe light several different times. But, yeah, she does dance in that movie. And I was like, this is kind of like a so you think you could demon dance, like, routine and stuff. Are these but, uh, also okay? The songs are these original songs for the movie? I didn't look that up, or were they like pre done? Or, or or think about this: as I was watching, because there's a lot of dancing and stuff. Were these the songs that they were listening to, or were they even listening to songs? Because there's definite portions where they're just like doing like a little like doo wop type dance moves, but it's like you know like <laughs> like thrasher, kind of like heavy metal, you know, type stuff. Which, by the way, one of my favorite pluses in this movie, and it didn't come up towards like the middle to the end, is um, once Angela, who is the main character, is possessed, she does not talk the same. <laughs> no, she has like the whole time. Uh, it's just it's like this. Angela, welcome. She's like Judy. <laughs> and she's always like, and was like, what? levitating, yeah. like almost levitating over the ground, like. Really inching up on people several several times during this movie, so she is kind of scary. Like that image of her just coming after you with her like almost dude like voice. I think a dude did that voice. Like, You're never gonna. It leave wasn't her, here. Justin. It wasn't it was her. not her voice, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I, she's talented, Chris. She's talented. She's Rue McClanahan's niece. She's a choreographer. <laughs> she's a choreographer that did that choreographed her her whole dance routine. And I don't know if you know this yet, Chris, but in June of 2001, 
uh, Amelia Kincaid, again, Angel, who plays Angel in this movie. Crown Books published her first book, Straight from the Horse Mouth, colon, How to Talk to Animals and Get Answers, the first comprehensive how-to book to teach animal communication. She lives in Los Angeles and shares her home with a 17-year-old tuxedo cat named Aunt Flo, who functions as a roommate, role model, boss, therapist, editor, pillow, and alarm clock. Uh <laughs> Why have we not bought this book yet, Justin? Why didn't you tell me? I would have been reading it. She's an animal animal communicator now, Chris. She's an animal communicator uh, that has written a book about it. And uh, once I found that out, after watching this movie, I had to go back and look at that dance routine and stuff. And I'm like, okay, you know, this checks out. Checks out. So it's very interesting. (laughs) Could you imagine her trying to communicate with the animals with like her angel voice? (laughs) <laughs> probably helps it's more it's more animalistic <laughs> hey horse hey horse <laughs> Do you that's like good a? that was really good man horse that's super like good a. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh the the character of roger also was super smart because he leaves and just like oh i'm out of here i'm gonna go sleep in my car i'm gonna go sleep i'm gonna go sleep in the car like this is I'm that's out. the guy Peace. that's the that's Peace. the, Afri- the african-american pirate guy i'm like whoa this guy yeah. like i said usually that guy in the movie Ooh. he is not he he doesn't last long, but he, similar to how Sal is, quickly is like, nope, not going to do this. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Yep. He, several times. So it's yeah. like, you guys are insane. I do not want to be here anymore. I am leaving. I'm going to go hang out in the car. <laughs> like, bye. It's like, yeah, that's a that's very smart. I'm like, were these people even f- friends? Or, or like, how how friendly were they before this party? Because you know, they say that. Uh, Angel is like the weird girl at school, and they don't even hang out with oh, her. Yeah. And then they decide to spend their Halloween hanging out with her, and then all this happens. So, uh, what? I don't know. Everybody just want to have sex. The character. What's the name of the character that dresses up as as a doctor? Right. What's it? What's his name? I don't even remember. He's the one. He has the uh, Asian girlfriend. Is that yeah, the, that they, guy? They have. Yeah, they're the they one have that die while they're. They have, there's there's a couple that have sex in a coffin in this movie, Chris. Not only sex in the coffin, they, they, but then they're attacked while they're having sex in the coffin. I was like, wow, yeah. now this okay. is a scene I've never so seen the, before. The funniest part of the entire movie happens because of this dude. I don't even remember his name. Let's just let's call him Chad. His name's Chad now. And so his name's Chad. And uh Chad, you could tell that Jay is trying to make Chad go away. So that he could make out with with Judy. And Chad is hands down the biggest buzzkill on the face of the earth. Every time that like they go off to try and like, okay, let's sneak away so we can we can make out or whatever and do and and more. And then Chad just like, oh, you guys want to hear another horrible story real quick before like and so like finally at the very so Chad every time like it starts gets quiet slash romantic like oh we're gonna go like find a place to 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 get busy oh let me tell you about something else that's horrible that happened here so this dude was just exposition dumped the entire time and so finally the Debbie Downer Jay oh it's hilarious it's like Jay and Judy like kind of sneak off and Chad's like oh I'll come with you guys and like you could see Jay. Gives him the biggest, like, dude, bro, you got to leave. Why are you still here? And Chad's like, oh, oh, I guess I should leave now. And so, like, him and his girlfriend leave. And, but, like, it's really funny because every time it gets romantic. Okay, and then there was a murder-suicide here. 
Oh, and a hundred years ago, there was another mur- murder suicide here. Yeah. Anyway, he cracked me up. He actually. There's a, so there's a pet cemetery out back. <laughs> you know, a pet cemetery yeah. out there. They bury bury cats. They come back wrong. We call this Red Flag House. Let's hang out here. You know. I'm like, what? Huh? Uh, then there's also the guy named Stooge who instantly he's like in the first two minutes and i'm like i'm going to hate this dude he's the yep. the big yeah. guy with like a mullet and like shaved sides and he literally like, a pig wants to have sex with anyone like he he just like oh, throughout the movie just ping-ponging around uh and then he finally gets a kiss from angela and she literally bites his tongue off and i'm like good you deserve that he's the only person Stooge. i was root- well j2 Oh, but Stu, yeah, Stooge, I was written like, yeah, I hope you die. I really do. I hope you, I hope you, I hope you die. It was what I was reading about it too. I was thinking about that they could have tightened this if the, the way that I would have fixed it was that the only way that it would have passed from person to person is if you started to like make out or something like that. Like it through like, so it could have been kind of like the, it follows. Like you start it's kind of like the, the, it follows, yeah, but demons. Yes. Yes, yes exactly. So that's what I wish that they would have done. And then it would have been awesome. And that's how the whole time, like, cause like there were no rules to how you kind of got possessed. Um, they just like, you just did, but like, why didn't Judy or Ro- Roger, right? Roger is the other guy that survives to the end. That's his name. Is it Roger? Yes. Roger. Yeah. So Roger and Judy survive. They don't, they, but like Judy makes out with Jay. Roger, so it would have been like, okay, if you would have stayed, quote unquote, pure, that makes more sense for these type of movies. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just would have been like, that's usually how these movies work. It's like, that's who wins at the end is the person who's, I'm saying this with a lot of like air quotes, pure. And so like, it was just so dumb. Um, But like, that would have made sense for the movie. But like, honestly, the movie works. It really does. It just like, it, it accomplishes all of its goals. I would say another way to to I guess to tie it is it's like barely 90 minutes long but it feels long for oh, a 90 minute movie and I think the yeah. one of the reasons why is it quickly gets down to just the two of them Judy and Roger and the links yeah. that they go to to survive like oh, yeah. <laughs> towards the end I was like there's one moment where Judy is literally hanging by a ledge she's hanging by a ledge and de- right. demons are coming out to the ledge to get her. And Roger is down, like down on another level, but not underneath her at all. Like not underneath her. And so there's like the, is she going to drop? Is she going to drop? But she's like, she's not above him. But they, I guess they realize like midway, they're like, we're just going to make it like she's above him because she does drop and falls straight down on him. And I'm like, okay, they're finally safe. Nope. Here's a wall with barbed wire they have to use as a rope. I was like, what is this? Like home alone? Like they're really putting these two through through the ringer to like figure like figure all this out. I don't know. That was kind of weird because I was like, they they escaped this part and this part and this part. And then at the end, they're just like literally walking down the street almost like <laughs> death. Well, yeah, because it's the sun. The sun can't comes out. And it clears it all away. It was all a dream. <laughs> Didn't you love her her line, Judy's line, like the third, like three fourths of the way through the movie? Like, well, if we last to the end, like to tomorrow, I was like, where did you learn this? Like, where yeah. did she learn this this information? 
Yeah, the fact that they survived it all was impressive. Like, really, like that anybody survived. Um, extremely cool animated uh, opening credits to this movie. You know, back in the eighties, the opening there was... credits were amazing. Right, the opening credits were the best part of the movie. People watch the opening credits; they're really, really awesome. Like they legit had like awesome. a they had like a whole. It reminded me of Haunted Mansion. You know, Haunted Mansion, where they have like the ghosts like on on the screen yes. in the back, like flying around and stuff. Like Absolutely. this is type. It really set like the score for the opening credits and that whole thing. I was like, okay, I'm on board. I love when '80s movies like what were the other ones like Mannequin stuff like that had like animated credits, like really get you uh, psyched up. But the these were definitely a plus. So, yeah, they worked hard. Uh, they did. Like there was like they actually legit tried on this movie. They really did. Like they were trying to do stuff and they they succeeded. And like it was scary. And it wasn't just like jump scares too. It was it was like they set up things to be scary. And anyway, it's it's good. It really was good. I actually think it's the best out of the three that we've watched so far. Like for sure. This movie also has a a wraparound a kind of wraparound story that re- reminded me of um, Tales from the Crypt. So on Tales from the Crypt, sometimes you would have like the these people in like uh, an episode for like at the top of the story, and then at the end where you're like, aha, they got their come right. up, comeuppance. And in this movie, there is a old man who at the beginning of the movie, when these like you know thirty year olds are walking past, he's like, damn kids, you know they're gonna get theirs <laughs> right. and stuff. And I'm like, what is this dude gonna do? <laughs> and so his uh, his plan is that these uh, damn kids that are thirty years old are gonna come to his house and uh, take apples from him <laughs> for Halloween, right. which he is has placed uh, razor blades inside. And I was like, damn, this this, this is like this guy's like the grandpa of Saul over here, like wanting to kill these poor thirty year old teenagers. And then at the end, I was like, this is great. This is great. So at the end, his wife, he is, you know, these kids have been put through the ringer. He's sitting down. He's probably, I probably, you know, <laughs> killed a couple kids, hopefully, whatever. His wife's, I made you a pie. He's like, really? He's like, yeah. And he starts eating this pie. And she's like, it's homemade. He's like, homemade. And she's like, yeah, I had all those apples. None of those kids wanted. I put them in there. And he's been eating this little pie for what? Like at least 30, 30 seconds, Chris. <laughs> I yeah. laughed, man. I laughed. Oh, it, All of a sudden, it, like his neck starts to open up, and you're like, "Oh, we're meant to believe that he swallowed a bunch of razor blades." He despises me. It's it's how he didn't. Um, he doesn't chew. He just like opened his throat, <laughs> and then just like let the pie slide down the back he, of his throat. He and then, loves apple pie. He loves it. It's so good. so much. Uh, if so I still ate that, sugar, I would have I would have eaten that pie. For sure. Was this where... Okay, because that was a thing I remember back in the day. Was was like you couldn't... Like if people gave you apples, you weren't supposed to eat them because there could be razor blades inside. Was this a play on that? Or was this the... the Or was this the like genesis of that rumor? No, nah, I don't think it was the genesis. Like, but it's like a, you know... Did you ever get fruit? I have never gotten fruit. On oh Halloween yeah, absolutely, dude. Like we would you get did? like remember. Oh wait, remember- but you're from Bakersfield, so that's kind of like yeah. guys. We got this. <laughs> Look at this corn hall we got. Everybody's getting corn yeah. tonight for Halloween. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> don't. Yeah, that, 
our the food that you eat comes from here. And, Don't and here's a CD. Here's a CD of yeah. the band Corn K O R N, also from Bakersfield. Boom, Bakersfield. Right. Yeah, we would get we get we get like hand shucked corn in our in our in our things. We get a mixtape, you know, somebody's mixtape, and they'd be like, "Hey, this is fire." And just drop it in our in our bags. And, no, but we would get like. Uh, we would get like fruit, like apples and stuff, and we weren't allowed to eat those. Like it was like anything that was like baked or anything like that, we couldn't eat. And so like it was only like, oh yeah, just that nice processed store bought candy, good to go, and everything. So and, I remember again, people trying to. It's because your parents yeah, watched Night balls. of the Demons. They knew they had yeah. seen Night of the Demons, and they knew. Man, Chris, one piece, one, one one piece of trivia I want to ask you about. Do you know where the house? What happened to the house? Whole house? The actual house? No, what happened? It, did you get turned into a, a, a bed and breakfast? I believe. Hopefully. Uh, uh, you're close. It was eventually here in L.A. I think it's South L.A. It was eventually demolished and replaced by a Ralph's supermarket. Oh, Ralph's. That's nice. I remember Ralph's. So, so now Ralph's is uh, is is haunted by the the ghost of Angela. That's another thing. At the end of this movie, Chris, I was like, "What? Uh, what? What happened to all those people?" Like, <laughs> number one, Mister Jabberwocky face came out. Did you? Were you uh, like a uh, as a kid, like kind of scared of the Jabberwocky? Like the uh, what was the one thing as a kid? There was like an Alice in Wonderland eighties yeah. eighties yeah. movie. There was- yeah. Do you remember? Do you yeah, remember? There was, a, there was an Alice in Wonderland with Carol Channing that was like a made for TV movie. Okay. Yes. Right. Are you, are do you remember you the scene where down? she, where she's in her house and the fucking Jabberwocky yes. comes in her house and it's just like, and she's like, ah, I saw that really yeah. young as a kid and it really seared in my brain. Like, yeah. Terrifying. And that's yeah. what the, the demon was, head looks, looks like in this movie. It's like the Jabberwocky head. So I was like, whoa, Jabberwocky head. Don't mess with that. That's crazy. So, <laughs> and then everybody that. turns into like smoke or something. I'm like, did they survive? Like, was there a murder investigation after this? How does this lead into Night of the Demons two, which I now have to watch because <laughs> Rue McClanahan's niece is in that one as well. Not only in that one, she's uh, also on the covers of the the two sequels as well. So, you're you're no, you're, you're not interested. You're not interested. <sighs> I don't. I don't. Do we? Do we want to continue this on our on our next one? I mean, I'm talking about on my one. own time, Chris. On my own time. Oh, okay. You know? yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to address something that was in your guys's episode where you guys were talking about what you were streaming. And Chrissy makes fun of you, like, where do you have time to watch all these movies? And if you're like me, and I know you are, you watch them in twenty to twenty five minute chunks here or there when you're doing something else, which is just yeah. how I watch literally everything. That I watch. Well, here's so, the thing like, about streaming. Like, streaming channels. That's I love streaming channels because I can watch it on my phone. I can watch it on the TV downstairs. I can watch it on the TV upstairs. Yep. I can watch it while I'm doing laundry. Uh, you know, whatever. Right. Like I, I pick and choose. You know, I think Chrissy and it's crazy that she doesn't understand this after how many years we've been together. But Chrissy's just not a movie person. That's fine. But if you're like a movie person like me, like some people are sports people, like they all they think about is sports, sports all the time, sports fantasy, like all sports, sports, sports. You know, I like sports as a kid, but movies were my thing. And so I got to keep like like uh, in the fire, just like shoveling in the, the movies or, you know, I will die. So 
I'll, but yeah, any just, moment like, I can you watch get, it little bits you know? at a time. Yeah. yeah, you get you get it because like we talk about like oh I watch it thirty it's the ninety minute movies I'm gonna start it tonight on my walk have it up there just kind of watch it on my walk for thirty minutes and then three days I finish I finish Night of the Demons in three days at thirty minute in thirty minute increments. I watched this one so, twice. This is another one I watched twice, Chris. Why do you do this, Justin? It's insane. Just watch the movie and remember it. It's not that hard. Actually, actually, it wasn't even the remembering thing. Uh, I I enjoyed it the first time, and then the second time, I was like, I just watched it. I watched half of it last night when she fell asleep, and then some of it uh, more this morning. I was like, yeah, okay. I wanted to solidify my points because I was like, if I'm going to put this at the top of the list of the three movies we watched, I want to know what I like. So this one... I really liked. I, uh, I I love the demon voices. I love the weird like uh, moments. I love the kills throughout. There's several cool kills. One guy, our boy, uh, what call it that didn't dress up? Jay. He gets eye gouged, and I was like, yeah, yeah I like that. A good eye gouge. Wh- <laughs> While mid coitus, mid mid coitus. I don't know if I've ever. You know what? The the scariest image slash you know moment in this movie might be that because he his character's having uh, sex with Suzanne post like uh, titty magic trick but booby magic trick and she's like <laughs> oh she's got the, she's got the lipstick all over her face and he's still like into it he's like okay we'll do this and she she's like writing like writing him and then she like instantly's like why are you looking at me. And like to his credit, he's like, "No, what are you talking about?" He he doesn't say like, "Well, you got lipstick all over your face," like, like just like a clown all over your face. Uh, no, but he's like, "No, no, nothing." And she says, "What did she say?" She's like, "Stop!" She turns into a demon. She's like, "Stop looking at me!" And then she does then his eyes, his and eyes. I'm like, "That is frightening." <laughs> like you know, because yeah. it was scary. Some, it really was. She has some body image issues, and she just like gouges his eyes out. That was crazy. That was crazy. So moments like that, I'm like, okay, top of my list. I, I like this movie. I want to see <laughs> two and three now. So, but thanks for you know sticking up for me, Chris. She's like, how? Do, why do you do this? Why do you watch these movies like this? I'm like, because I like movies, man. Holy crap! So, oh yeah, I I have my brothers make fun of me. My brothers make fun of me too. They're like, okay, what, like did you watch the movie? Yeah, I watched the first half. It's, I don't. We have kids and like we we have stuff and like I like you gotta I take the time while you it, get like, it, man. Yeah, it's like oh I I have a couple minutes. I'm just gonna like keep trying to watch this movie that I've been trying to watch and yeah, yeah it's, very it's, rarely I don't I you know, the last movie that I watched straight through that I didn't stop. No, never mind. I that I was about to say Tenet because we watched Tenet the other night and nope I split that that was up in two separate viewings I have not watched a full movie start to finish no okay you know what I did take a lease to see we had our own theater and we saw In the Heights and so that but that was because I wasn't you didn't tell me that you ran out the whole theater no no what? we just had the whole theater to ourselves no no we what? like you can check ahead of time yeah that's how it's been that's how it's that's been a like dream, we've seen man. two movies. And it's been only us in the theater every time. It's been awesome. So well, I'm I'm starting to get into like uh, anxious mode because fa- Fast Fast and Furious Nine's coming. Fast up. Nine, baby. And yeah. I have seen every single one of those in a theater, like first night, first weekend, definitely. And that's the one where I'm like, oh, what do I do? You know, blah blah blah. 
So, um, yeah. I mean, Come, luckily we have a drive-in. I, I bet you a million uh, bucks. Yeah. We, we got a drive-in. I that bet I you a million bucks up. if you came here, you could do... Uh, I'm not going to be the only in one in the there watching Fast 9. That's that's going to bring the people, Chris. And I'm not... I, and like I said, I'm not saying that I'm like scared I'm going to get COVID, but I still have some like <laughs> lingering issues around people inside. Uh, for sure. You know. For sure. Sure. So... Um, It'll be the only ones. We'll be the only ones. Just me and you. Have the whole theory to ourselves. Uh, if you, I mean, if you can guarantee that for me, Chris, we'll do that, man. Oh, man. Okay. So, Night of the Demons. Let me ask you this, Chris. Uh, do we want to go ahead and pick our, 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 next, our next film? Absolutely not. Why are we going to do that on night? <laughs> I'm just kidding. We can't. I don't. I don't want to give Tony the satisfaction. I don't want to give Tony the satisfaction of knowing that. The I was about to say, be. should we watch the movie that Tony wants us to watch, and then we could blame him and like really like get mad at him if what we don't was like the, it? What was the movie he wants us to watch? What was it? What was it? Society. Nine. I think it's nineteen eighty nine. Society, which is a movie I only know about from like I've seen like screen grabs from it, and there's some weird like uh, body horror type basket case type things going on chris so i that's why i was like oh i don't know about chris i remember you don't know if you like that he, you know his favorite movie is basket case but we still haven't watched those sequels so that's what we okay, should do chris basket case two is, basket this, this case comes, two i don't want i can't do basket i hated that <laughs> so much man it was so bad i can't do it i really can't all right so okay, let me, uh let look we can do society we can do that if you want it's okay let me, I'm looking know. at the IMDb right now. Uh, give Tony an- the satisfaction. Another see. one that was uh, w- that was recommended. Who recommended was um, this movie that's on Tubi called Motel Hell from 1980. Check out the VHS cover for that, which is one that I remember. I remember. I don't know if it was that VHS cover that I remember. I think it, it has to be free. One. Remember that's that's the it rule. It is Tubi. Tubi is free. Tubi's free. Yes, okay. that is the cover I remember. Motel Hell, Warner Home Video. I remember that from as a kid. The the cover says, "You might just die laughing." It takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent Fritters. That sounds like a Bakersfield movie, Chris. We should watch this. Which are we watching? Society. Sorry, I was reading the the stuff for Society. What's what's the oh? One? Do you want to watch? Uh, look up Motel Hell, the VHS cover. Motel Say Motel Hell. Hell VHS cover, and look at that cover, and then you, we can decide: do we want to watch this or do we watch Society? This is an older one. This is uh, 1980. Man, I mean, these just both just look so horrible. Both of them. <laughs> this looks. Is this black and white? Motel Hell? No, it's in color. No, no. It looks kind of like. Is it kind of like hillbilly horror? I'm down for some hillbilly horror. All right, we horror, can watch. Horror. What do you want? I'll, I'll you, society. We want to go society or motel hell. I don't know. I, it's like one is like, do we give Tony? This, Tony, this is like you know, uh, this is this episode is brought to you by Tony. Apparently, I, I didn't. I didn't know oh that hell, was we'll happen. do society. Let's do society. No, no, it's on Amazon. I'm down with this motel hell. If it's if it's about Bakersfield, that's fun. You know, that's that's. I didn't say uh, it was my about entire personality. <laughs> I'm just like these people. Mm. They got guns. They got a big knife. They're talking about uh, <laughs> roasting up some some fritters. I don't know. Okay, well, we'll do this. We'll help Tony out. It'll either be Hotel Hell or it'll be Society. So <laughs> Motel we'll figure Hell. it out later on. Hotel Hell. Why can't we doing? figure it out All now? Right. 
What can we figure out now? Wait, did you say hotel hell or motel Mo- hell? Motel hell. Mo M okay. M O T E L. Yeah, okay. Motel. That's what I'm looking at right now. Right, let's do motel hell. Let's do All right, motel. we'll do motel hell, and then maybe after that we'll do. Is society. it free? Is, is this, it free? Wait, wait, is it free? Okay. Yeah, motel hell is on Tubi. Okay. All right, so go on this journey with us, guys. Next month, we're going to watch this movie, which I only know of the VHS cover called Motel Hell from 1980. It is on Tubi for free. Get that. If if you don't have Tubi, like, what what the hell are you doing? Because if there was one streaming channel that reminds me of, like, deep catalog VHS, you know, (laughs) type stuff. We watched Rockadoodle on it the other day. Yeah. On Tubi. There's a a lot of crazy stuff on Tubi. Anyway, Motel Hell on Tubi. We'll do that next month. Chris... You're the best. Tell us where we can find you on on podcasts where you're not talking about, you know, <laughs> people getting eye gouged and stuff. People people disappearing things into their into their boobs in their, in their nipples. I like to yeah. like things like that. So uh. yeah, I do not. Um, no, uh, I like you though. So that's what matters. Yeah, I host the uh, I like to like things podcast uh, with my wife Elise. And basically, we just uh, it's ultra positive people coming on the show to tell us about things that they're passionate about. And telling us how we can become fans of those things too, because the catch is it can't be something that we're already a fan of. So you can't come on and talk about how much you like the show Fortune Fire, because then it's just a geek fest between me and you, because it's the best show that's ever been created. Um, but we have people talking about knitting and cricket and just like so many different, like great, awesome, weird things. And uh, we come out every Monday. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. At like two, that's the number two, like two like things. And uh, I haven't found a podcatcher that we're not on yet. So we're everywhere you need us to be. Nice. Check out all the indie podcasts, guys. Indie podcasts need your your listens more now than ever. Um, you know, so <laughs> there's millions of podcasts now. I think I just almost, I think I've quit uh apple apple podcast chris as my app i had to i had to shut that door do you which which app do you use what do you use now i use apple most of the time yeah they just you, did an update and i do, they just did an update no don't if i jump off a ledge are you gonna jump too chris i'm just saying they just did an update Probably. and it's totally messed up everything on the app and i'm just like oh enough enough with you so i just downloaded overcast for the first time and i'm like okay this is that's more what my dan jam, uses so. Okay. Dan Dan, so. Dan Hill always has used Overcast. He, I, there you go. Like it's what he's always used. Yeah, it's clean. Yeah. You know, I I don't know what they did with the app, but anyway, uh, Chris, you're awesome. Thank you for going on this journey with me. Uh, Chris, Chrissy says hello. Maybe we can rope Chrissy into <laughs> that. Sounds that looks like a movie that she would love. Uh, but yeah, you've. You're listening to us, So I Married Movie Geek. Um, you can find us on the socials, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Movie Geekcast. Next week is TBD on the movie we will be watching. Uh, maybe we'll finally watch Tenet. We still haven't watched Tenet. Would you recommend, Chris? Uh, no, I I like I actually I really didn't like it. Like at oh. all. Like and I love Christopher Nolan movies. I do. I love Christopher Nolan movies. I like the the soundtracks. I like the I, people say Nolan movies are loud. This movie, honestly, like my best thing is like I feel like a bot watched trailers for Nolan movies and then wrote this movie. Like and I got it. It wasn't confusing. It just didn't like the confusing parts, the Don't the, the, the inversion stuff, Don't that's easy it. to follow. 
that, that I mean, no, you've seen the trailers. You get it. Like, I'm just saying all this stuff is easy to follow. The basic plot is completely not there. There is, like, almost no plot whatsoever. I don't care about any of the characters. I don't care about... I didn't care about anything. I actually left the movie feeling mad. That was my uh, thing that I had at I the end of the feel, movie. Like, I'm mad now. I don't want to be mad. Yeah. Damn. Damn. No. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, no, go ahead and watch but... it, man. It's free. You know. You know, you know <laughs> what a sell. <laughs> Dude, do whatever you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. You're so pissed when you see this movie. You're going to be pissed. I mean, I'm always, the reason I haven't watched it, I'm still kind of some residual, uh, like, how they handled that movie last year. Like, get everybody back in the theaters when fucking everyone's dying everywhere. You know, and I don't know. So we'll see. We'll we'll find something to watch. Maybe it's Night of the Demons 2. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's Basket Case Two. Maybe it's Human. Maybe it's Human Centipede Three. Maybe it's V. Oh. Have you seen the VHS movies? Did you hear how mad she was that I made her watch? Oh my gosh! Of that movie? It makes you actually want to watch. Like you know, I don't. The only time I watch horror movies is with you. That's it. You know that. Oh, so, well, like, see, the, no. There's homework. Yeah. There's homework for next episode. You need to watch just the 15 minutes of that movie. VHS 2, the segment is called Safe Haven. It's like 45 minutes in. And that's just like your kind of side homework for for the next episode besides Motel Hell. You got it? Sure. Sure, man. Sure. I'll totally get on that right now. No, not right now. You got it, bud. No. You got it, bud. You could defend me and be like, that wasn't that bad. Chrissy, come on. I'll get my my girls. We'll settle in with some popcorn. (laughs) Do not. Do not do that. Do not do that. So (laughs) I love your family more than that. Let's not put them through that. Anyway, anyway, guys, it's been fun. We love talking horror movies with you guys. And we're, you know, we'll see you next month for Motel Hell. I will see you next week for uh, more crazy movies with Chrissy. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week.